Um, do you want to do the intro? Yeah. What's up, poo butts? It's <laughs> Cow Radio. <laughs> Who are you? My name is Leif Hedenskog. I'm a former Tokyo resident, now current Oakland, Colorado. California resident. What were I just listening to? We were just listening to Fight the Power by No Value and also the second song, Choice. It's one of my faves. Oh, what well, we love. We're happy to have you on the show. Aaron actually just walked in as we were recording this intro. I left my phone in the toilet. Uh, <laughs> I have a convenience store. Literally in the toilet? No, no. It's not where I store my phone. So for our, our listeners back home or wherever you're listening to us, you know, we, we like to stop by the local convenience store to get beer, cigarettes, other stuff uh, before we come to record. Have you explained everyone that this is a live radio broadcast? Live. It's not live, but it is a radio broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, we yeah. said no swearing. <laughs> Today, uh, I didn't have any classes, you know, so I'm just sitting in my office for eight hours with nothing to do. But I had your copy of uh, Capital. So I started, you know, going through Digging Index, a pretty big book. And this new coworker I had that I met like for ten minutes at a meeting and already wrote him off as like a nerd. And you know, that's my fault. Did you throw I was a really beer can over. at him and go, NERD <laughs> <laughs> No, I was really hung over that morning for the for the meeting for the new semester and I hadn't had any coffee or any breakfast and I was really up just like you know, I was really salty. And I could tell he was like nervous because he's brand new and he's never done anything like this before. And he kept kind of like sidling closer and like giving me nervous smiles. And I'm like, oh, you're like 10 feet tall and like thin and weird. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> and then today he sees me reading uh, Capital and it's like, that's a pretty heavy read. And I was like, well, you know, this is a really boring job. Like, you got to have a nice big book to help you get through it. And he's like, oh, I only have a little book. He pulls up this skinny little book, and I was like, "Well, that ain't gonna, that ain't gonna last very long." He's like, "Only the rest of my life." And he turns it, and it's Miles' little red book, <laughs> and he does like an eyebrow waggle. <laughs> What's this? Comrade achievement unlocked. Like, At the workplace, it's time to unionize. It's time to radicalize. Like, right. I mean, it's I'm also like, time to kill your landlord. I mean, at this point, like, I I'm not sure how well I could verbalize the difference between a Maoist and any other kind of communist. Uh, a lot of reading to do but i was like all right well, cool that's for another podcast maybe listen yeah. to a little bit more of chapo trap house yeah. all right we don't need to name check those guys they're already making freaking 50 grand a month and we only name check them every episode <laughs> they had they had piss pig on there a while back yeah and like uh i was just listening to that interview today yeah um, and that thing's blowing up so. <laughs> so if you're trying to come back in japan <laughs> yes. So you want to come back? Because we we got we got a futon again. Back to Japan. Ostensibly the, the subject of this podcast. Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> so this is an intervention. <laughs> you have a problem with living in the states right now. Um, we want you to come back. You know, I, I I've thought about it extensively, um, and. Uh, it, Part of my trip here, my crazy one-week trip to Tokyo with my good friend Lisa. Um, Who's here? Who is yeah. here? Did you guys not introduce Lisa while I was gone? No, we did not. Mm, I'm not cool enough. There's a reason why I run this show. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Lisa is also in the house, and we bonded over um, talks about uh, feminist biker. 
biker we cruise. Yeah. That's right. Leaf Automated. told us you uh, build bikes, and that's yeah, rad. Yeah, I do. I build and ride Harleys. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> yeah. Specifically so cool. Harleys. Yeah. Harley Specifically branded. Harleys. One thing you should know about yes. one thing you should know about Lisa on the topic of venues is like Lisa rode like ran one of the most. Can I say? Badass. Yeah. 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 Lisa <laughs> ran one of the most badass venues in Seattle. What was the name of it? For a really long time. It was called The Moor. Yeah. It was open for about four years. Nice. Yeah, so she's like it was a. Bad. Badass. Okay. Bad. <laughs> nice. Wow. So, I mean, she's like an encyclopedia of knowledge on running DIY venues. I have some, I have some knowledge. I could drop some bombs. Yeah. Some, some knowledge bombs? Oh my God. Do you remember? The thing we came up with earlier, we were no, talking what? about, we were talking about death by metal. I was talking about the, oh. the, <laughs> the, the uh, uh, Galleria de Muerte. Oh my god! And like the the, the like formerly ran by Naro, friend of the yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, the art there was super cool, but some of the stuff it really looks like a vice ad, but like, oh. but like death metal drawings. And I said, Naro, there's some the really song. brutal doodles. <laughs> so brutal doodles oh is a very Valuable intellectual property, <laughs> and I, I'm in no way ragging on Galleria de Muerte or Naru. So you, it was a cool spot, and I liked it a ton. You better, you better pick up the, like the domain name. Yeah, yeah. The domain name, Brutal the IG Doodles. account, Doodles. the Facebook Doodles. account. Yeah, do not post this podcast <laughs> until I buy brutaldoodles.com. TV dot fun <laughs> dot shark dot are you. <laughs> Sounds like a good little anime you could do out of this. Like a little cartoon. Oh, speaking of the subject of bikes, you guys saw uh, uh, what? What bike did you see that was so great? What was it? Oh, oh hand job! Yeah. I think oh, you guys hand, right. job. Yeah. hand job! Code. The bike. Hand job code. Hand job oh. code. Yeah, it was a. It was. A, I believe the company was code. Better. My favorite. The model was. Uh, yeah. Hand job code. The model was hand job XL. You're always looking for the wiener joke. <laughs> and then it's just it's just right it's just there. there. You're in Japan. It's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. No, I, I thought it was just hand job like by itself, which is already funny, but the fact that it's hand job cove <laughs> is even better. <laughs> Meet me out in hand job cove. what's what's hand job cove? Oh, it's where we sell drugs. Yeah, the name's totally misleading. It's actually a smuggler's den. Yeah. They used to do a lot of hard labor back there. <laughs> we didn't even talk about Hanami though. Should we just talk about Hanami then? Oh, yeah, because there's a story I want to tell from the Hanami party. <laughs> <laughs> I remember right. about half of what happened, except yeah, Jordan you know. biting me in the face. <laughs> okay, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had a, we had a Hanami party uh, in honor of Lee's Glory's return to Japan. That Daigo that, organized. That Daigo organized. <laughs> did, you early, wait, did you show up early by yourself, or did like Takuma go with you? Uh, no, Kunishige. Oh, went with you. Okay. Mm. okay. I was very happy that he came, but yeah, that's yeah good that you it was like, <laughs> yeah, I felt bad because I yeah. woke up and I'm like, I'll be there in like an hour. And then I went back to sleep. I'm glad I made those promises because <laughs> I knew so. I would not be able to keep them. But I got there like three. Everyone was already half, half blitzed already. Half? Everyone. Except yeah. for Jordan, who was also not here because he's probably hung over from his birthday party this weekend. Oh, man. And that guy, when he gets drunk in true punk fashion, he just likes to start trouble and bite people and punch me in the face. I think at least one time, oh, only playfully though, not you know, not hard. But I, 
randomly noticed from like across the way, like Yogi Park, obviously like super crowded, uh, you know, during Hanami season. But I saw a dude that Matt Ketchum and I used to study with down at uh, down in Ikone at a school that shall remain nameless. But it was this dude that we would just mock mercilessly for good reason. He was a total creep and took pictures of women while they were asleep, uh, oh, which is well, pretty creepy, okay, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> Awkward. Okay. And I was and I was like, oh man, is that is that that dude? Like I haven't seen him in literally almost ten years. I have to. So I took some pictures and I sent them to Matt and I was like, is that, is that the dude? And he's like, oh no, that's him. And I told Jordan and Jordan's like, oh, let's, let's go screw with him. Come on, man. And I was like, I, I don't know if I want, and somehow Jordan talked me into it. <laughs> <laughs> so we marched across the Yogi Park and it turns out one of the dudes that Jordan had been fighting with on Facebook uh, months ago was this dude's friend. So Jordan shows up, and I, I get to play the nice dude and be like, Oh, my, I haven't seen you in like 10 years. How are you? Oh, man, you lost so much weight. And Jordan is just mercilessly ripping into these guys, just mocking them to their face in front of their girlfriends. And they are like, one of his, uh, the acquaintance that already knew him was just like, This is kind of messed up, man. Like, no one else is getting aggro, just you. And Jordan's like, Yeah, I am, because you're a little bitch. Then the guy, like the former classmate of mine, looked really, really nervous. And I was just loving it. Just, oh, he was like scratching the back of his head and like looking around for his friends to come like stand next to him while Jordan just mercilessly mocks the way his appearance and how he looks like a goblin and all kinds of terrible things. Does he look like a goblin? I loved it. Not really. No, he looks like someone, like a, someone drew big. Maybe Huey into a man. <laughs> like a man made entirely out of soft curves. Like, like a weird baby face with like sunken piggy eyes. It's really so yeah, he's got a friend request and on Facebook that I don't think I'm gonna respond to it's I can't I don't know if I wanted to hear this. But Matt, we did it. We were waiting. We waited ten years to clown on this fool in public, and Jordan finally made it happen. We just, we just needed Jordan. I will say Jordan was at peak jordan yeah like yeah. that was like that was the archetype of jordan like he is the kind of guy you gotta know how to be friends with yeah yeah because he's like he's on you oh yeah and biting you grabbing your butt <laughs> saying rude things to you and telling you he loves you yeah, yeah. And this then, is, this is sending a lot of mixed messages <laughs> And then he's like, oh, what are you triggered? And then he sees a shiny thing over there and runs away. There's a lot going on. I just remember, like, I went, like, you guys were, like, pissing, like, sorry, peeing in the woods. You guys were urinating in the woods, and it's like, I just, like, I'm like, okay, we're packing up. I'm going to go pee out here. And the next thing I know, the dude is on me. And I'm on the ground, and he's on top of me, and he's biting my cheek. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, he bit a lot of faces. Yeah, I saw the floor with him in you, Yogi. Like, I don't remember how, but I just remember rolling in, yeah. the, in the grass, and I have these massive bruises yeah, on my he knees. Yeah, he was just <laughs> taking people out. Yeah, like, yeah. I got bit on the cheek. Oh, yeah, randomly, Leaf, uh, apparently you know someone who uh, works no! for... I will sense the name of that company. And I hadn't seen her in, like, three years. I was like, oh, Sarah, nice to... And then Jordan bites my face, like, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> But now I promise I'm normal. This dude's just... He's, he's a face spider. An otherwise tender moment made, <laughs> made more fascinating. I, I'm, I, I'm sure Sarah found that uh, fine. <laughs> unalarming. I'm, unalarming. Like, oh, yeah. This dude's a face spider. Huh? So you know one of those two? I will tell a story about uh, 
Jordan. Like, um, when I first met Courtney, who was also at the Hanami, I'd only met Courtney one time, but we had been, like, Facebook uh, and... Courtney, who wrote the Begradness piece that you can read on Kala right now. Thank you for the plugs. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'd only met her one time. We were kind of, like, we liked each other's photos on Instagram. And one time, uh, Hannes was at a show, and there was another girl there that, like, apparently looked nothing like Courtney, but I thought was her because I had only seen vague, like, bad angle shots of her on Instagram. <laughs> uh, we finally arranged to meet, and uh, we did. We hung out. We went to the Penguin Cafe. We went and looked at, uh, you know, street art, and went to Hero O and bought, you know, American food at the uh, International Supermarket. It was, it, was a, it was a peachy day. But I remember at one point... Um, Jordan came up. I was like, "Oh yeah, do you know Jordan?" And she just stopped. And she was like, "Oh, <laughs> well, I know the story." <laughs> oh, well. Oh, I know Jordan. <laughs> do you need? Do I need to get started about Jordan? Um, <laughs> apparently, and Jordan had told me this story before and talked about them, and I didn't really know who they were. And his version was like. I was just messing with him, man, and like, you know, I was, like, <laughs> this, I was... Is so, this is so real. Like Jordan just entered the room yeah. when you said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just playing around, and they just like totally overreacted. Just the moment you think, oh, oh, yes, I know Jordan, and then to hear a story I already heard before, it was, it was like. Uh, that's yeah. See, Jordan, this is what you get for skipping the podcast recording because you're hungover. <laughs> I asked him if he could come and we couldn't tonight. Well, it was funny because actually after that night, Courtney messaged me the next morning when they were all having breakfast together. And she's like, so did you like flip Jordan over in the pit? Like throw him <laughs> over your shoulder in like a mosh pit because he broke your glasses at work? You can't use the F-bomb. Yeah. It's anyway. Warp to the FCC. Warp uke. <laughs> in any case, in any case, yeah. And I was like, I was like, yeah, that totally didn't happen. Where he was telling people that I got mad and threw him over my shoulder, but literally he just grabbed me, and I wasn't ready, and he went to spin me around and fell down. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Jared knows judo, man. That guy hip tossed me in the pit. And if you, if you like see me and Jordan next to each other, like I can't imagine ever like picking this man up. Like I'm not that strong. He's, well, he's a big not dude. a small guy. So he yeah. invented a pit beef from that minute on. Dude, you're gonna use that judo on me. We're gonna have to have words. But literally, like the next. See you at the fight out show. I'm just playing, and then he I'm your just face. kidding. Yeah. You're triggered. <laughs> What's weird is that um, he's like the first punk dude we got on Kyle's side, which is good. Like he, he's you know, great part of Kyle. We're happy to have him on board. But I'm starting to understand why, like sometimes metal people and punk people don't <laughs> always get along, which I had never thought about before. He, like one of my friends in the states, a guy named Daryl, uh, plays in a lot of Daryl. <laughs> right. Easily, I, I've told him this before. He is the funniest person I've ever met, like on Facebook, because we just had mutual friends and we've known each other for like 12 years just on Facebook. We've met in person like maybe one time, but he's a punk guy and makes fun of metal a lot. And I was like, man, what? Why does it gotta be this way? And then now that I actually spend time with a punk now, I'm like, oh no, you're right. We are destined to fight constantly and be annoyed <laughs> at each other. I think a lot of it, when I talk to old school punk dudes, a lot of them are like, well, the metal guys were always the guys that like beat us up when we were in high school. 
you know? I didn't play like, like, right up, but I was in a marching band, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, I'm talking about old guys, oh, right? Okay. Like, my friend Steve is, like, 50 now, and he's like, yeah, no, I hate Thin Lizzy, because like... all the guys that listen to Thin Lizzy were the guys that, like, put their boots to my head, you know? Like, Oof. So I think that like uh, that might get passed down. Yeah. There's a bit of a there's a bit of a rift between uh, some of the old school punk guys and some of the school metal guys. Can we heal it? But only the no. guys, not the girls. Yeah. Do, the, do punk girls and metal girls get along? I don't know. That was mostly a joke, but okay. I, I'm curious. <laughs> I don't know. Lisa is criticizing me for using gendered plurals. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you're right. You got me. Called out. You got me. Well, uh, I think we've clowned on Jordan enough. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I came to do. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, like, Hanami was it was a lot of fun. Thanks, right, thanks, Daigo, for setting yes. up Hanami. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Thank you it was awesome. Like, I was, it was really honored, man. I got to get drunk in public, which I love to do. Uh, I got to see some cherry blossoms. I got to clown on a weirdo pervert that I've been waiting 10 years to do that with. Well, actually, I got to watch Jordan do it, which is better, because he was probably <laughs> better than me. <laughs> that dude does not care. He just went right at him. Yeah, I just I vaguely remember leaving Hanami after getting bit in the face. <laughs> and then, like, talking to... I think it was Aaron. I think I was talking to you at, at Harajuku Station, and I'm like, I'm going to go home. And then I was oh, like, right, you know right. what? No, I'm gonna go to Earthdom now. I got the Shibuya yeah. and I just switched trains. And then we got to go see Life and Butcher ABC and Terror Squad. Yep. Um, a band famous for the fact that we have all seen them numerous times and can barely remember one second of it because we're always blasted by the time they come on. Except for Audrey, she remembers because you love Terror Squad. I love Terror Squad, but I have to say, I don't know how I ended up watching them. <laughs> I just remember being in the mush pit. <laughs> That's and, all. and you guys went to what pit bar, right? To see Superstructure? No, we no. went to Powers Two. Powers Two, yeah. yeah. In, uh, Motosumi Yosh. Yeah. I remember. Powers yeah. um, Three in there. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, we didn't. We missed Superstructure, but we saw Fangs and Fight It Out and Cal. Fight It Out, good man. Crazy. Yeah. Good crazy. Show. The good show. Yeah. Uh, I had had a lot of alcohol by that point, mm. and. Uh, mm -hmm. Was, I felt yeah. like I needed to sit down, but I, I held it out for a while. You fought it out, I, perhaps. I fought it out. <laughs> I crowd killed myself. <laughs> I don't believe this. The Russians killed him. Leaf lived in Japan for quite a few years, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, about three years. Well, three years. Yeah. And uh, recently, you moved back to the United States, mm -hmm. um, and you were doing this kind of trek across the the great continent from the west to the east coast. Yeah, I, uh, I rode up the west coast, starting from San Francisco, I rode up the west coast, stayed uh, in Seattle for about three weeks, and then I ended up heading east through northern Washington, over the northern Cascades. Uh, I went through Idaho at one point. Sandpoint, Idaho was like surprisingly cool in the summer. And, uh, you always say ride, and you literally pedaled a bicycle. Yes, yes, yes. The, to be clear, I was not uh, riding a motorcycle. I was riding a bicycle. What kind of bicycle? It was a Fuji Absolute 3.0. It was like a... Like a uh, Absolument. Absolument. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. We need French. <laughs> it was kind of a cheaper like hybrid bike that I converted into a touring bike. And uh, how did you 
converted. I don't know anything about bicycles. I know Aaron knows a little bit, and I think Audrey knows a little bit. I have no idea where he would have gotten that idea. (laughs) (laughs) What I ended up doing is uh, I I changed the handlebars from from a a straight handlebar to what's known as a a trekking bar. Uh, They're kind of like butterfly-shaped bars. What that does is gives you more hand positions, and it also makes it so you don't have to add new cables. Um, so if you if you're doing drop bars, you need longer cables to go to your brakes. So it saved me the trouble of having to do that basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I added front and rear racks and panniers. Um, What's a pannier? Those the like the saddlebag looking things? Yeah, them bike okay. bags. Yeah, and just a couple other things. So uh, you know, I had a. a uh, bike calculator on there, which told me how fast I was going and uh, how many miles I was traveling in one day. So, what was your distance, uh, like, uh, goal per day? I think I averaged towards the end. I was averaging about seventy miles a day. Oh wow! Ooh, wow. Yeah, some so, days. Uh, like how many hours? What was that equal out to? Uh, it that's about six and a half, seven hours. I was averaging like ten miles an hour. It was, it was like your full time job. Pretty much, yeah. That was my job, was being so, like, on that bike. Yeah. Did you have like contacts everywhere you were stopping? Or? Um, not, not everywhere, because I remember some Facebook photos where <laughs> you were like, "Hey, I found this mattress <laughs> behind, like, <laughs> next to a dumpster behind the oh, warehouse. Should I sleep on this mattress?" And you did have, you did have the <laughs> like, vlog as well. <laughs> to a man, everyone responded. Was like, "No, no, <laughs> no, don't do that." I plead the fifth on that one. I know nothing about that. <laughs> It was the most nastiest looking mattress you could imagine. Well, spoiler alert, I did try to sleep on that mattress. <laughs> oh, no. However, um, there was a. it was also right next to the train tracks. And this was in eastern Montana, so a train would go by like every 10 minutes. So in the end, it wasn't the bed bugs that drove me away. It was, it was the noise. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because you can take a few... Bed bugs, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just, just a bite here and there, they're fine. But uh, I ended up sleeping, doing a lot of sleeping in public parks. A lot of places, like Montana, a lot of cities totally welcome that. Okay. Because they're not going to get people in their town otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, hey, if this guy sleeps here, he might buy something. <laughs> like, we don't like strangers in these parts. <laughs> oh, you got $10? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, that's fantastic, then. <laughs> Never right this way, Mr. Rockefeller. <laughs> He's got ten bucks. Okay, so you were pretty much sleeping wherever you could. Yeah, and uh, I, there's a, a website called uh, uh, warmshowers.com. Okay. It's kind of like couch surfing. Except for showers. Except for, it's, but it's for bicyclists. Ah, uh, okay, cool. You know, so the idea is that, you know, people will offer up their house or maybe just a spot on their lawn, and uh, I was able to meet some really <laughs> cool people that way. Um, I met these uh, these folks in Moorhead, Minnesota. I was only going to stay there one night, but, like, they, these guys, they were like the Roseanne of Moorhead, <laughs> Minnesota. Like, they reminded me of the Roseanne family. Okay. They were, like, they were, they were super Minnesota, but, like... <laughs> You know, they were like like you know, tracking jokes with each other with each other and like really kinda like self deprecating and uh they took me to see Weird Al. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember I remember seeing yeah. that that you were gonna see Weird Al. That's awesome. With the Roseanne family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. They they were great. If I ever go back to Moorhead. 
Okay. I'm going to visit him. Really, why wouldn't you with all these charms? Apologies to any Minnesotans out there listening. Moorhead's, uh, it's maybe my second favorite city in Minnesota. I praise indeed. Yeah, did you run into any trouble with policemen when you were trying to sleep in public, like for out further east? As far as sleeping, not really. Um, I had one police officer in Ohio uh, kind of pull up and be like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> when you're on your bicycle, like, well, no, I'm building a doghouse. <laughs> what does it look like, guy? This is when I was, like, sleeping in a sleeping bag. So actually, my oh. sarcastic response was, I'm sleeping. What does it look like? <laughs> um, it was like, what? Why you, sleep? you can't sleep here. What's that bike? I'm like, yeah, I'm riding my bike across the country. He's like, what? Really? People do that? People do that? <laughs> and he actually like totally lightened up. He's like, well, actually, a lot of people come here and sell drugs. So I just thought you were here like causing trouble. You were like, yeah, I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for him. I can do two I'm waiting things. for you to leave. <laughs> I was like, nah, man. I, this was a day that I rode 100 miles, too. Mm. So I was like, no, I just want to sleep. He's like, all right, well, if another cop comes, be careful. <laughs> oh. And he left. He left. Yeah, he was like, yeah. He was yeah, yeah, it was probably just like another cop comes. Be careful, because those guys will rape you. Because <laughs> I'm not a real one. <laughs> I'm actually a serial killer, and I've decided that someone might miss you. <laughs> I was just trying to sell you drugs, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my... Then he's studying for a TV role. <laughs> so when you ended up making it all the way to uh, to Boston, almost Boston, didn't you? Well, I made it to Montpelier, Vermont, and then uh, just pretty damn. The exact opposite side of the country from Oakland. It's pretty, yeah, like three more days I would have made it to Maine and would have officially gone coast to coast. Um, I went about 5,300 miles total. You're like one of those people who quits grad school like a month or two before graduating. (laughs) 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 Which I, I know a lot of people have done that and it's just, you're like, man, why? Screw it, no way, I'm calling. Boom. I've come this far. I've already gone pretty damn far. I'm calling it. What I will say is that it was it was getting really cold. <laughs> oh yeah. It was like uh, it was like mid October, and I was in Vermont. Oh yeah. How many days did this take you, all in all? It took me about four and a half months. But it should be noted that I stayed in various cities for about two months total. Oh okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so half of that time. So half of that time road. was. Where did you stay the longest? Uh, Minneapolis. Okay. Um, kind of have a lady friend there. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh la la. Mm-hmm. Yeah. None of us Ooh, know what that indeed. means. So. <laughs> I stayed in Minneapolis. I stayed in Seattle. Uh, I was in Chicago for a few days. I got a couple friends out there. Yeah, the cycling community there is huge. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a lot of cool folks. I stayed mm-hmm. with this lady, Barbara, who really kind of set me up with some of the local shops. Okay. Now, <laughs> when... When I first met Leaf, I he, I did not know anything about his interest in bicycling. I didn't even know if he had any interest in bicycling at the time. Um, we were doing a part-time job in the same place, and it turned out that... Uh, Notice how he won't say we worked together? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we didn't, we, were, we didn't do our jobs in the same room, hardly okay. ever. You, you know. you're okay, you win. And uh, I was upstairs, he was Jerk. upstairs. Oh man, that school was terrible. Oof. At least my kids were terrible. Man, I wanted to slap that one kid. How were your kids? uh, (laughs) He had the real balls kids. Uh, (laughs) Balls. 
But, hey, wait, uh, is, this, is this the is this the school where like Japan Times wrote a story about your no like, no no no, that, no that that was my school for bad kids in Osaka. Oh okay okay. This was just a school with a bunch of little a holes, okay. which uh, to be fair they had warned me, they had warned us about. But uh, turned out that we knew some of the same people. You knew Tom Giles and Tom Smith, or mm-hmm. at least one of the Toms and Matt, I think somehow but it turned out that you knew like everyone in my band at the time yeah <laughs> which was crazy <laughs> and before long you and daigo uh who was also haunting this podcast like a ghost as always he's dancing right now <laughs> he's yeah. official, yeah. official get off the leader. bed daigo say hi daigo <laughs> <laughs> uh and you guys had a neat little uh how, how would you describe your guys band it was uh what like stoner kind of oh i wasn't in a band with daigo what? No, you had a band. I thought Daigo was in that band too. Well, I just think Daigo's in every band. It was like Daigo's hipster funeral, right? Yeah, hipster yeah. funeral, right? I was in a band with this guy Kenji, who's uh, he's in a couple other bands around Tokyo, uh, Puroro, and uh, an Atomic Whirl, and uh, he was uh, he's friends with my friend Jen back in the states, and he she introduced me to him. And, yeah, I was playing it in kind of like stoner. Stoner Rock, Stoner Doom Band. Right, right. And uh, just before you left, uh, I believe Wretch was at your final show. We played, uh, what was it, uh, Moonstep, right? Yeah. And yeah, I was really honored to have you, you guys play. Uh, it was a fun show. And I was happy to play at Moonstep. That's a rad venue. Uh, which leads me to my question, Leaf. What is your favorite venue in Tokyo? You've been to many. Oh, God, that's a that's painful. Um, I think that uh, the venues I love in Tokyo are the super DIY ones. So, like, uh, Trinity Skate Park, right, when right. they throw a show, is just absolutely one of my favorite venues. It is pretty great. It um, sucks you can't drink inside, but other than that... Oh, you can't do that now? Uh, we, at Grindfest. We could uh, drink inside, couldn't we? I don't think so. I think there was, like, you had to be outside, because it was, like, an all-ages show, sort of. Do you remember? We can't. We could we drink can? inside, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We drank inside. I sure what was I doing? Did. Drinking outside the whole time. Well, we, we night. couldn't oh, like man. we couldn't we couldn't sell our beer outside, right? Or inside? Or inside? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. But that's where like all the vendors were basically vendors and bands set up their merch tables outside. So. Right, right. Yeah, Trinity Skate Park, great place to see a show or to go skateboarding if that's your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like uh, Studio Dom is cool. Um, yeah. I like Flat in Ishigakubo. I think that space is flat. Is that right down the street from Pit from Bar? Pit Bar? Yeah, yeah it's, the, it's yeah, the little yeah. rinky studio that has shows sometimes. Yeah, I haven't been there before, but I've they, seen them advertise shows. Yeah, it's it's again. it's not a lot of punk or metal that they have there. It's just like what sometimes they, they will, play? but is it or is it just a regular like studio that only occasionally hosts shows? I feel like they have shows pretty pretty regularly, um, but it's a lot more just kind of kind of indie bands and rock bands and stuff like that. But. Cool. El Puente is awesome, but I guess that doesn't count, does it? That's in Yokohama. Yeah. Every uh, time someone mentions El Puente, I talk about how much I hate having to go all the way down to Yokohama. <laughs> but no, it's it is a cool one of venue. The best venues, yeah. great venue. Yeah. area. That's like the guy who owns it. He's awesome. Uh, everyone connected to that place is really cool. And it's a great place to host a show. But I, damn, if I don't hate taking that train all the way down to Yokohama. That that is a, that is a hassle. 
I think that's like the one downfall of going to El Puente is that like I always know I'm gonna have to leave early so I can catch a train to get back home. Yeah. Um, before yeah. last train. Yeah, so. like getting trapped in a city blows already. Like when you miss last train, <laughs> yeah. it's like, well, I guess I'm gonna be drinking for the next four or five yeah, and hours. It's not yeah. even like Yokohama. It's like. Yeah, it's Nishi Yokohama. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> which I don't even know what to do there. in Yokohama, let alone like that weird industrial area like west of Yokohama. Ah! Leaf, when I did meet you, I believe you were either in the process of or about to begin brewing your own alcohol, even here in Japan in a small apartment. <clears throat> um, well, I'll have you know that everything I made was below one percent. Really? <laughs> as for the Japanese law. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, there was a law. Uh, You'll yeah. be in America by the time this airs. You don't have to. <laughs> okay. I will avoid prosecution. Um, yeah, you know, I, uh, I, I made, I, I made a little bit while I was here. Uh, some friends of mine who I'm going to see tonight. I actually have to leave a bit early to go meet up with them. We had brewed a little bit at my uh, friend Steve's house. Brew what? Beer? Wine? What? Uh, beer. Okay. Um, but I got tired of waiting for them to get their stuff together. So I was like, I'm going to do it in my own guest house. And uh, I made some uh, made some mead. I made some umeshu. Um, I had planned to do more, but, well, it never happened. Oh, but, uh, oh that's right. I remember you talking about like, planning to, like, plum season was coming up and you were thinking about trying to do some umeshu. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, it's okay to do umeshu. I think everybody does umeshu, like homo umeshu and everything right. like that, right? Because umeshu, umeshu is not a fermented beverage. Really? Yeah, you're just adding sugar and plums to alcohol. Yeah, you're... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's kind of like a... It's a brandy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 or like a sangria or... Well, not yeah, so sort of, yeah. Except that you leave it for a long time. Yeah. Back in Michigan, we used to make uh, homemade sangria. And then we'd forget about it, so there'd just be a giant tub of, like, fruit and stuff just fermenting out in a tub. And vinegar, because we're turning into <laughs> and, then, and then we started noticing, like, the raccoons in our neighborhood were acting really wild, and it's because they were stealing fruit out of the sangria tub. That raccoon had it. a broken bottle, and he was pointing at me. Oh, that raccoon lost his job, and he's, oh. He started putting, like, science in the neighborhood. <laughs> Beware the raccoons. <laughs> There's just a raccoon on the corner, like, we'll eat trash for trash. <laughs> that raccoon's got a lot of really far right opinions since he started drinking. <laughs> $20 billion. All right, you guys, I, I'm running late for a. I gotta meet someone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple friends of mine. So, uh, I'm great going having to take you on the show. Leave. Great having you back. Yeah, in Japan. yeah thank you for it's coming. great to be here. Uh, any bands you want to plug? Any stuff you want to plug? Um, the new Banner Vogu record is incredible. Uh, the new Connoisseur record is delightful. Um, two, two bands I'd really like to plug are uh, Ailes. These are both Bay Area bands. Ailes, it's uh, former members of Ludicra. And uh, former members of, uh, it's uh, uh, like abrupt, um, just doing uh, stuff really kind of similar to like later Ludicra with some little crust elements and stuff going on. They're a great band. And then my friend Kate is in a band called Veil, who are doing some really awesome like uh, black metal inspired punk. It's like uh, 
they're a really exciting band. You right said now. that's also Bay Area. They're yeah, they're all they're out of Oakland. Uh, it's Kate Koish, formerly of Reverb. Oh, not Reverb. Uh, Reverb's not Reverb. Um, she also sings for Leftover Crack sometimes. Oh. Um, also, my friend uh, Thad from uh, Darius Krieg. So uh, yeah, it's uh, they're. Oh. All right. Uh, Balls. Two, <laughs> it right now. two Japanese bands uh, people in the Bay Area might want to listen to. Two Japanese bands. Um, we were just talking about today. We saw them last night, this band, Hiru. Yeah. They had Hiru. no demo, no, they had buttons. So, uh, it was so good. keep an eye out for what they have coming up. But, like, it was just like the drummer was just like this fast core metronome. Just like it, he sounded like. In fast or something like that, like like legitimately, it's like this is perfectly what these drums should be, and like the, it was just fast and well done. Um, right, so he do, he do, one more um, horse and deer, horse and deer. Uh-huh. Bay Area should know them, but if they don't, they should super know them. Um, <laughs> let's see. We do have some horse and deer tracks, I believe. Maybe we should go out on one. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. How's that sound? I know we have at least a couple because we did play one on an earlier episode. But uh, we'll figure that out. Jer- uh, Jared. Everyone, I just call everyone in this place who has a beard Jared. <laughs> like four people. Uh, Leaf, thank you for coming on the show. Nice seeing you. Nice seeing you too. And we're going out on horse and deer. Do you have a track, Jared? I'm pointing at you when I use this I don't know. voice. This is when something in Japan go that I use. Okay, very good. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye.
horses breath, hover mud, purple trees shriek low, force fierce rhythms feel the murder bell, gorge the barbed wire clock, four horsemen trot by, tracing eternal leisures, four horsemen tied out shut, straight on masks from flanks.
Tanibah, 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 Tanib